Hello, friends. Welcome to 1,000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark, and today is Maundy Thursday. Monday is the same word as mandate or command. So Maundy Thursday is named for the new command, the new mandate Jesus gives his disciples to love in the same way he has loved them. He's the great king, but he bends down low to wash their feet. An embarrassing job, but apparently more embarrassing for us than for Jesus, since his nature has always been humility. Today, Jesus breaks bread and serves the cup to his disciples. In order to live, we must take his life into ourselves. There's no other way. This has always been true since creation itself is given and sustained by him, and that's where we get our earthly life from when we eat earthly food. You could say we partake of him at many removes, but now he gives the bread of heaven directly himself to sustain this new supernatural life, new creation life. This should be familiar. Our life has never originated in us. We've always had to take life into us from some outside source that died in order for us to survive. That's the pattern. God himself embedded in nature to prepare us for this moment so it would make sense to us. In other words, all the eating and drinking you've ever done was just an analogy preparing you for the real thing, this meal Jesus offers of his body and blood. Then tonight, after the meal, Jesus and his disciples go out to the Garden of Gethsemane. The loneliness intensifies for Jesus and the anxiety. Amy Lee will share a few thoughts on Gerard Manley Hopkins' poem, Nondum, uh, whose title means Not Yet. This is a kind of Gethsemane poem she'll be reading for us. Judas will come and betray with a cruel kiss, a sort of anti-kiss of lying affection, and then Jesus will be arrested. I think instead of writing much about it in this episode, I'll just share the scriptures and then let songs and poems walk us through this day as it unfolds. So here's where we've been. Sunday, Jesus entered Jerusalem to short-lived praise. Monday, he cracked a whip against corruption at the temple. Tuesday, he looked at the same stars Abraham saw, and he stands up in the promise that he made all those years ago. Yesterday, he was anointed for his death by Mary, and today, he meets us in our needs, our hunger and thirst, our loneliness and anxiety, our betrayals and our injustices. John 13, 3 through 5, and verse 34. Because Jesus knew that the Father had handed all things over to him, and that he had come from God and was going back to God. He got up from the meal, 
removed his outer clothes, took a towel, and tied it around himself. He poured water into the wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to dry them with the towel that he had wrapped around himself. I give you a new commandment to love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Matthew 26, 26 through 30. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And after taking the cup and giving thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood, the blood of the covenant, that is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, from now on, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine, until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Sit beside me now, there's so much that we've shared Like the comfort of our doubts and the safety of despair So many promises have just been tricks So many remedies have made us sick Do you even have it in you to save us something new? Take and eat, all the work is done Stretch out your feet in the Sabbath sun With this bread, old ambitions break And as we pour the wine We feel our hungry hearts awake To the meal we could not make To the meal we could not make To the meal we could not make
Since you laid me in the ground And planted me with tears We used to joke about the great hereafter Now he's made each of us a son of laughter And little hope in you Is finally coming true So take it easy All the work is done Stretch out your feet In the sand and sun With this friend All the ambitions break And as we pour the wine We feel hungry hearts awake To the meal we could Matthew 26, 36 through 40. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and became anguished and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake with me. Going a little farther, he threw himself down with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. When I read Gerard Manley Hopkins's Nandum in the early part of 2017, I felt a curious sense of relief, the kind that only comes when you hear the details of your bleakest landscape described back to you from someone else familiar with the terrain. No two people travel the same road, but sometimes knowing that another has walked a similar valley is enough to keep hope flickering until the road begins to bend upward. In the prayers that seem lost in desert ways, and the disoriented guesses with which we clothe the unseen king, Hopkins shows that he understands intimately the pain of waiting in the face of silence, surrounded by seeming abysses infinite. The measured cadence of the first five stanzas picks up in the sixth like the sudden beat of a pounding heart, and hosts confront with flags unfurled, and zeal is flushed and pity bleeds, and truth is heard with tears impearled, ebbing afterward into the rhythm of a checked sob and then a prayer such as a weaned child might utter in the spirit of Psalm 131 verse 2 and lead me childlike by the hand if still in darkness not in fear in those two lines Hopkins encapsulates the greatest request I made of my father that year nandum means not yet in Latin so much has not yet come to fulfillment so much that can only come to maturity in the soil of adversity and trial. But what the poem gives me is confidence that God, too, understands. 
I've said too much already, but I wanted to share this poem this week in hopes it might lend you some encouragement to persevere. The morn eternal will break, and he who bled agony in Gethsemane holds us in these long pre-dawn hours with a dearly bought word. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33b. May the peace of his victory be yours today. Nondum by Gerard Manley Hopkins Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself. Isaiah 45, 15 God, though to thee our psalm we raise, no answering voice comes from the skies. To thee the trembling sinner prays, but no forgiving voice replies. Our prayer seems lost in desert ways, our hymn in the vast silence dies. We see the glories of the earth, but not the hand that wrought them all. Night to a myriad worlds gives birth, yet like a lighted empty hall where stands no host or door or hearth, vacant creation's lamps appall. We guess, we clothe thee, unseen king, with attributes we deem our meet. Each in his own imagining sets up a shadow in thy seat, yet know not how our gifts to bring, where seek thee with unsandaled feet. And still the unbroken silence broods while ages and while aeons run. As erst upon chaotic floods, the spirit hovered ere the sun had called the season's changeful moods and life's first germs from death had won. And still the abysses infinite surround the peak from which we gaze. Deep calls to deep and blackest night giddies the soul with blinding days that dares to cast its searching sight on being's dread and vacant maze. And thou art silent, whilst thy world contends about its many creeds, and hosts confront with flags unfurled, and zeal is flushed, and pity bleeds, and truth is heard with tears impearled, a moaning voice among the reeds. My hand upon my lips I lay, the breast's desponding sob I quell. I move along life's tomb-decked way, and listen to the passing bell summoning men from speechless day to death's more silent, darker spell. Oh, till thou givest that sense beyond to shew thee that thou art and near, let patience with her chastening wand dispel the doubt and dry the tear, and lead me childlike by the hand, if still in darkness, not in fear. Speak. Whisper to my watching heart one word, as when a mother speaks soft, when she sees her infant start, till dimpled joy steals o'er its cheeks. Then, to behold thee as thou art, I'll wait till morn eternal breaks. It was a dark night, a dark night. I saw the light of the world trembling on the ground I 
he suffered, instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may thankfully receive the same in remembrance of him who in these holy mysteries giveth us a pledge of life eternal. The same, thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who now liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. 